Shalom, my brother, the Messiah is getting the Vayan Chestres daf discusses if the get lands on a plank, how big that plank needs to be for it to be in a Rishos. What happens if it lands on her bed in his property? What happens if he gives her the get without her knowing that it's a get? If she just takes it out of his back pocket or he tells her that it's a Star Choyv. Then we have another mission discussing her receiving a get in Rishos or Rabim and what it means when it's closer to him or closer to her. How do we define that? And we discuss a retractable get if the get was given to her, but he can still pull back on a string. We begin with a story of an individual who threw his, threw his get to his wife. She was standing in her chutzer. The get went the get went and landed on a plank. So if Yosef says, "Go see if that plank is four by four amos." If it's four by four amos, it's its own rishos. If not, then it's with her and her rishos. What are we talking about? Is it her chatzar? The Gemara asks, if it's her chatzar, then who cares if it's its own Dalaramas? And if it's not her chatzar, then what a matter if it's not her Dalaramas, it's still not in her Rishos. So the Gemara answers, now we're talking where he lent her a space in his chatzar. And we assume that he only lent her one space. So if this plank is its own rishos, that's not in the, the area that she had borrowed. The Gemara also adds a restriction. It has to be that it's not ten tfachim tall, because if it is, then even if it's less than Dalaramas, it's its own rishos. And if this plank has its own name, like Benjamin Franklin named everything that he owns. So if this plank has its own name, if this is the plank that's Larry, even if it's not Tenzvachim, and even if it's not Dalanamas, it's considered its own Rishos, having a name gives its Chashivos. Now we said in our Mishra that if he throws it onto her bed, it's not a good get. Rava clarifies, if the bed is hers, then it is a good get, even though we're in his house. And the Bible we also learned, Rabbi Lezer tells us, that the, the the get only won't be chal if it's his bed, but if it's her bed that it landed in, that's considered her rishos. The Gemara says this sounds like a raya to machlagus we had in Baba Basra, that if you have the kalim of a lekeach and the rishos of the seller, it sounds like the lekeach, the buyer, can be koina something in that thing that he has in the seller's home. It's her bed in his vishos, and still you see something in, on her bed can be kinda for her. The problem is that in Babasra we, we had a machleka, so this sounds like it should be a, a deciding psak. The answer is no, 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 over here it's taller than ten tvachim. Ah, what about the feet of the bed? That's still in his vishos. Yeah, people aren't mocked about the, the legs of a bed. In the next step of the mission, we discuss if the get landed in her lap or in her basket. Then it is a good get, even though she's in his rishos. The command asks why. The basket is in the husband's rishos. It's in the meicher kilu's rishos. So Yehuda Mashmal says the basket was hanging up against her. It was on her body. That's why it was It was considered in her rishos. It was on her. The says the same thing. It was hanging on her. Ben Lakish says, even if it's just tied to her, even if it's not up against her, having it connected to her is enough. Her father Ba'abra says that even if the basket was lying on her lap, that would be enough. Some say it was just her skirt 
that could be her basket to catch it. And that's considered her rishos. Rav Dimi says, we're talking about where the husband is a basket salesman. There are baskets all over the place, so he's not makbed on her basket. That is in her rishos. Rabbi Yochanan says that her lap is kind of for her and her basket is kind of for her. So Rava says, what's Rabbi Yochanan adding? He's explaining the reason why it's kind of for her. Because people are makbed on a lap or a basket that's in their rishos. We also have a brisa that says that if he throws the get into her lap or into her basket or something else like a basket, it's a good get. What's that something else including? A bag that she would eat dates out of. So anything like that, that's her shows even though she's in his property. In the next minute we learn that if the husband tells his wife, here's a, uh, here's a contract I have for you. He doesn't say it's a get. She reads it and is like, oh, it's a get. Or if he tells her, here, t- take this uh, paper out of my back pocket. And she takes it out, reads it, and is like, oh my gosh, it's a get. You've been served. So unless he tells her that it's a get, that get won't be effective. But if he, similarly, if he puts it into her hand while she's sleeping, when she wakes up, she reads it and is like, oh my gosh, I got to get in my sleep. Not a good get until he tells her this is the get for you. In the Gemara, we learn. Why does it help that he tells her after she's already holding it that this is your get? That's the same as putting the get on the floor and saying, oh, by the way, it gets there on the floor. The Rava says that that's not effective. When he gave it to her, it wasn't an active get. So the Gemara answers that he had it in his back pocket and he did an action to make it accessible for him, for her to be able to take. So that action is the Nasina. The Gemara says, why would that make a difference? It has to be Venosim Yodah. He has to put it into her hand. So the Gemara answers that he did some sort of an action to shift that pocket towards her so that is sort of a Nasina for her to take. You also have a Bryce that says like this, that if the husband says, here, take this contract or take it out of my back pocket and then it turns out to be a get, it's only a get if he tells her that it is a get, according to Rebbe. But if Shemim ben holds, it's never a get unless he takes it back and re-gives it to her, saying, here's your get. If he puts it into her hand while she's sleeping, and when she wakes up, she reads it, and finds out that she just got getted, that's not a get unless... According to Rebbe, he tells her now, by the way, that's your get. Rebbe Shimon says, no, he has to take it back and return it to her with that statement, with the recognition that he's handing her a get. And we need it, We need both cases, but we need to explain this machlekes in the Bible by both while she's sleeping and while she's awake. Because if I just say the first case while she's awake, and he gives it to her thinking it's a contract or she takes it out of his back pocket, maybe that's where Rebbe holds that it's a good enough get. Because while she's conscious, she's available to be divorced. She's in a position where if you would give her the get properly, she'd be divorced. But when she's sleeping, she's unconscious. She can't be divorced in that state. So maybe he'd agree to Reb Shimon that he has to re-give it. And if I'd only said the case by sleep, maybe over there Reb Shimon Ben Elozer says that he has to do it again. 
because she's totally unconscious. But when she's conscious, maybe Ripshim ben Eliezer would hold that it's okay if he just proclaims that what he gave to her was a get. Therefore, we say the Machlekas is by both to clarify that they stand by their opinions in both scenarios. Next, Rova tells us that if he were to write her a get and give it to her Eved, while the Eved is sleeping and she is keeping a watch on the Eved, that's a good get. It's like he's, he's giving it to her by means of the sleeping Eved. But if the Eved is awake, that's not a an effective get because the, the Eved counts as a chotzer that's being guarded without her das. She's not the one watching the Eved. The Eved, since he's awake, is watching himself. So whatever goes into the Eved won't transfer to the Eved's owner. The Gemara asks, even when he's sleeping, because she's watching this Eved, it's a valid get. An Eved is a chotzer mahaleches, in a mobile chotzer. That can't be koina. Maybe if you, you think just sleeping would make it enough to make him an immobile chotzer? No, Rava says that just because it's sitting still, if this chotzer would be possible to be a, a, an ineffective koina machine while it's awake, sleeping doesn't make it any more effective. So Elamai the Gemara says that this Eved was tied up. So even when he's awake, he's immobile. He's not a Chatzar Mahalachas. And that's why it would be effective when she's the one being Mishamer him. In the next mission, we learn that if she is standing in Rishos Harabim and he throws the get to her. So it seems pretty clear cut. If it's closer to her, it's a good get. If it's closer to him, he didn't give it to her. If it's right in between... They're divorced and not divorced. It's a suffix. Same would apply by kiddushin. The same would apply by a debt. If the Baal Choyv says, throw it to me, and he throws the money to his creditor, if it's closer to the lender, the lender is Zaycha, the, the loan is paid. If it's closer to the, to the borrower, then the borrower still has to pay. If it's right in between, then they divide it if it got lost after he threw it. In the Gemara we learn, what does it mean closer to him, closer to her? So we have a number of options. Number one, Rav, Rav tells us, being closer to her means within her Dalaramas. Closer to him means closer to his Dalaramas. Half and half, Rabbi Shmuel Bar, Rabbi Yitzchak explains, it means when they're both standing within the same Dalaramas. So, it's by both of them. So they're divorced and not divorced. Why don't we see which one of them got into that Dalaramas first, and then the, they'll be the one to be coined. And you can't say that they came simultaneously because it's impossible to know exactly. You know, Maybe they came what seems to be the exact same moment, and we can't know which one was the first one. Rav Kahana explains that the case is that they're both sharing the exact same eight Amas. So that gets going partially from her Dalaramas and partially in his Dalaramas. Aye, it's still partially in his Rishos. That's not a good Croesus. So the Gemara says, you're right. Rabbi Barav Yosef has a third explanation for this Dalar, Dalar, Dalar and Dalaramas that we have two sets of witnesses. One says it's closer to him, one says it's closer to her. But Rabbi Yechonon has a totally different explanation. He says that when it's closer to her, that could be even a hundred amas away. You know, he throws it, he, and even if they're 
500 amas away, whichever one it's closer to. You measure between the two of them. It could be miles. Whichever one it's, it's closer in proximity to, that's the one who it's in. There it shows. Half and half, Rabbi Samon Bar Abba says that the Rabbi Yochanan explained to him that half and half means when both of them or neither of them are able to be shoymer this get where it is. If he's the one that's able to be shoymer it, then that's considered closer to him. If she's the one that's able to be shoymer it, but not him, then it's in her shos. And then it's a good get. When the Rabbanan said this over to Rabbi Yochanan, he said, yeah, the... the the Babylonians, the Rabbanon over there, know how to explain Mashita. They learned it upright. We also have a Brisa that tells us uh, that Eliezer holds that even if the get is closer to her when he threw it, if a dog comes and runs off of it, she's not divorced. The Gemara says, why? She has to guard this get forever? The Gemara says, no, no, no. If he threw it and he's still the only one that's able to be shimer at where it lands, she can't be shimered and then the dog takes it. That ne- that get had never reached her entirely, and it, therefore it's not a divorce. Next, Shmuel tells Rabbi Yehuda that he has to throw it in a way that she's able to just bend down and pick it up. If not, it's it's not an effective get until she actually has it in her hand. So if Mordechai tells Ravashi, this actually happened, and we pass that she needs to do chalitza, that we had a suffix. Divorce. Even though it was right near her, she didn't pick it up. This is a gazira because they might say that they'll claim that it was very far away, even though, or, or they'll claim that it was closer than it really was. Now, our Mishnah said that these, this halacha of being close to her, close to him, would apply by Kedushan as well. So, Rav and says that no, this halacha was only said by Gitin, but not by anywhere else. Rav Abba says, hold on. Our Mishnah says, Beferish, that it also applies by Kedushan. Why are you disallowing any other Limud? The command says over there, the Pasuk says, Obviously, it's going to apply by Kedushan. Because Kedushan and Gerishan are, are intertwined. Nervasi is saying that it doesn't apply to anything else besides Vergitin and Kedushan. I, we learned that these halachas also apply by a debt. If he throws it closer, if he, the loiva throws it closer to the malva, then it's by the malva. If he throws it closer to the loiva, it's by the loiva. Half and half, they divide it. You see, it does apply other other cases. The Gemara says, no, no, no. By the choiv, we're not learning just stam who it's closer to. By the choiv, the the lender actually told the loiva, throw me the choiv and you'll be potter. The Gemara says, well, then it's pashat. Of course, that'll work. If you threw it to him, then it works. That was the announcement. The whole Chiddush by Get is that, it, that they didn't say this announcement. Ah, now the Gemara says, the Chiddush over there, is that the announcement he made, the Malva announced to the Loiva, throw it to me and it'll work. Gitten. Chiddush is that it works. The same way it works by Gitten, even though we don't learn anything out from Gitten. Aye, that seems pretty obvious. He's applying, he announced that I want to apply all the halachas of Gitten here by our loan. Yeah, I might think that since he's has a weird formulation. He's like, oh, just like Gittin, I want our debt to be paid. Then maybe he can claim that he was just joking. Come on, Shmalon, that, that, that if it lands closer to him, it still sticks and the debt is paid. Next, Chista says, if she's holding the get, but he has a string attached to it, that he could pull it away, that's not a divorce. They're not entirely divorced from each other. He's still connected, quite literally. 
if the string won't be effective, it won't be able to pull it out of her hand, then that's an effective divorce. It's totally by her and the string, I'm not sure what it's doing there, but it's not interfering with the Nasina. It has to be a full crisis, a full separation. Rabbi Huda also tells us, if he throws the get to her with her hand on a slant facing down, so it'll just roll down. She's not like in a catching pose. Even if, if he manages to throw it and land in her palm, that's still not a good divorce because it's just going to roll right out. The Gemara says, maybe it will roll out. What's the problem with it rolling out and landing in her Dalaramas? That'll still be a good Kenyan by her. The Gemara says, for some reason, it won't land on the floor right there. It'll land on something else. It'll, it'll float like Makas Barret. I don't know. It'll fall into a fire. Okay, why isn't her... Uh, the ear space of the Dalaramas where this get landed enough to be coined before it rolls out of her hand. Elamaya, maybe this is a riot Trevelozer that says that the ear space of Dalaramas is not coined. He holds that Dalaramas is just on the ground. Elamaya answers, she's standing in this particular case right up against the river and if she doesn't catch it and close her hand, this get is doomed to be destroyed and to be lost forever. So since her hand was in a position to not catch it, Mamela is not an effective get. She never was Makabalit. It's as if when the guy threw it, he threw it straight into the river. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.